Gestational diabetes, aka diabetes of pregnancy, caught me completely by surprise. As I came to find out, it is often casually abbreviated GD on pregnancy app forums, which I found fitting. I didn't have any risk factors. Two great-grandparents of mine had diabetes, but that was it. No other family history. So here I am, in my late 20s, generally healthy, and pregnant for the first time. I had scrupulously avoided pregnancy for years, mainly by avoiding relationships because I was broke and in school and running scared. An exciting but scary thing to be pregnant. Photo by Raphael Henrique on Pexels.com I finished college and spent a year working overtime and spending as little as possible, living in a rented bedroom in an older lady's house. Spent the minimum on groceries and shopped clothes exclusively at Goodwill. Wore the same pair of trail shoes for running until they literally fell apart. Even after graduate school, you had better believe I was paying student loans. But then. I finally got a good job. Years after giving up on such a thing, I stumbled backwards into kismet and true love and that final bastion marriage. Now, in college and after college, I stayed pretty skinny. But in grad school, I had a change of heart and decided that was for the birds. Mainly, I was tired of feeling like a prey animal all the time. I took up CrossFit. I gained weight. Of course, I was never impressively strong compared to real athletes, but at 25, I was in the best shape of my life. I could run 10 miles at about a 9.50 pace and feel good afterwards. I had learned the basics of powerlifting. Already planning her post-workout snack. Photo by Andrea Piacquadio on Pexels.com Then two things happened. 1. I realized that my potential for physical strength is limited, although my potential for endurance is half-decent. 2. I went over backwards a couple of times trying to lift too heavy, and realized my coach was incorrect, I wasn't sandbagging, this was actually too much weight. And my back and hips and knees started to hurt. So I quit lifting anything heavier than my own body weight. And I didn't quit running, but I backed way I off until my joints stopped hurting. At 26, I completed a marathon. Slowly. However. I did not lose the weight I had gained. In fairness, I did not try. So now in my late 20s, various life events have since transpired, and I find myself pregnant. And I am over the moon. And then I miscarry. It was not the worst day of my life, but definitely top 10. And I find myself pregnant again. And I am over the moon grateful. Then at my very first prenatal visit, I am presented with the early screening test for gestational diabetes. Furthermore, I solidly fail the test and receive an immediate diagnosis of full-blown GD. I am devastated, and also petulant. It feels unfair. Talk about a crisis of faith. Gestational diabetes caught me completely by surprise. And not a good surprise either. Photo by Anna Schwetz on Pexels.com I read somewhere that in France, you are only allowed to gain 26 pounds during pregnancy, and they are super strict about it. This was mentioned in Bringing Up Bebe. I am here to tell you that is not what happened. Here is what happened, with numbers. I am of average height at 5'5 five five inches. Growing up, I had never been underweight or overweight. I was pretty much always at the lower end of the normal range. In my early 20s, my BMI was consistently 20 to 22 until I did CrossFit for a couple of years. After that, my BMI stayed high normal at 24-ish, not quite technically overweight, even after I stopped trying to build muscle so much. 
When I got pregnant, I was at a stable weight of 142 to 143 pounds. I felt pleasantly plump at that weight, but I felt good. After all, I met and married my husband at that weight. I could run and hike and garden and generally do able-bodied person activities without even thinking about it. Hiking, but make it moody? Photo by Toby on Pexels.com I was physically average for an adult woman in the United States, and honestly, it was a lot less work and more fun than it had been to maintain a weight under 120 pounds, for, in honesty, mainly aesthetic reasons. People, men, notice you less when you weigh more, which for me personally was A+. So, pregnancy and gestational diabetes. I have never been so happy as when I found out I was pregnant. Unbelievably lucky. While I had my fair share of nausea and fatigue, I never had what you would call severe morning sickness. I got pregnant, I miscarried, I was unbelievably lucky to get pregnant again shortly thereafter. At my very first prenatal appointment, I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes. Starting that day, I was checking my blood sugar four times daily. Once in the morning, fasting. After each meal, exactly one hour after the first bite. I recorded the numbers in a little booklet. It was unpleasant. I'm lucky not to have a fear of needles, but it still hurts to prick your fingertip and draw blood. For me, every pain hurts a little bit more during pregnancy. Hormones or psychology, or both. It was depressing, because the numbers get steadily worse as pregnancy progresses. And that is hormones. So this new life is growing in my belly, which I am so happy about, but my numbers are getting worse and worse just as steadily. It took a lot of the fun out of it. Within weeks, I was started on insulin. First once daily, then three times daily at mealtimes, then five times daily with long-acting insulin in the morning and evening. Just normal daily life things. Totally not stressful accessories and accoutrements. Photo by Natalia Vakovich on Pexels.com I knew this was a tough disease, but I had not lived it. All day, every day, I was actively thinking about my blood sugar and diabetes supplies and diet. Insulin is actually an amazing option to have. Circa 1900, before injectable insulin, people just died. They did not have the option to live with the disease. But one thing you don't often hear about insulin, is that because it facilitates glucose uptake into the cells, it promotes adiposity. It activates the processes of building fat to store calories. I gained more weight than I had ever imagined during my gestational diabetes. It wasn't a slow, sneaky, natural feeling process of my body following its own biology and my appetite and diet over years. It was an approximately 50-pound weight gain in less than 9 months. I felt awful because I was so tired and short of breath all the time. The week before my child was born, I walked 8 miles in one day. I was hoping to jumpstart labor so I wouldn't have to go through with an artificial, medical induction. But also, exercise, specifically running, had always been my refuge. It makes you feel better, because endorphins. But also, it was my way to push away my mild asthma. If I could run 5 or 10 miles, then I felt I basically didn't have asthma. During pregnancy, because of the recent and mysterious miscarriage, I was afraid to run. But I walked plenty. And while I did not stick to the pregnancy diabetes diet perfectly, overall, I was a very compliant patient. I was too scared not to be. The day that I checked into the hospital, I weighed 193 pounds. When I got home from the hospital, baby in tow, I did not weigh myself. 
About two weeks later I did, and I weighed 174 pounds. Two weeks after that, I weighed 164 pounds. After that, the real work of losing weight started. Jogging in the snow is great actually. Because then you don't sweat so much. Photo by Julia Larson on Pexels.com I had always watched my weight, but in the context of oops and course correction. That is, at a given stable weight, gaining and losing the same 5 pounds based on whatever was happening in my life, marathon, holidays, stress, etc. So in my teenage years, 118 to 122. In my college years, 122 to 129. The year after college, down to 114. In grad school when I had a change of heart and got into lifting, 135 to 140. And then pretty happily maintaining in that 140 to 145 range for a few years, until all this happened. An objective measurement a day keeps the creeping weight gain at bay. Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com When my baby turned 9 months old, I had reached my pre-pregnancy weight. I do think it was harder in the context of the 2020 pandemic with gyms closed and activities limited. But we walked, and I sometimes biked. I started to run. We tried various low-carb and intermittent fasting stuff, and somehow we did the breastfeeding thing and kept that going. And it was slow, but it happened. When my baby turned 10 months old, I was just into the 130s. There is no number that will guarantee health or feeling good. But I feel scared and optimistic at the same time, and it is my hope that writing all this down for you will help to keep me accountable to myself so that I can be around and healthy for long enough to raise my kid. And what an adventure it is. Photo by Eberhard Grossgastiger on Pexels.com